When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Bay Takes Podcast. My name is Mikey. And I'm Gus. And today we're going to be talking about the 2022 NBA playoffs. More specifically, this episode will be dedicated to the Eastern Conference playoffs. We will have a part two of this. This will be part one. We'll have a part two of this episode, which will be talking about the Western Conference playoffs. So if your team is in the West, maybe you want to tune into that one. If your team is in the East, stick right here because it'll be very, very interesting. All right. All right well, so some games going on for the rest of the week. We still don't know the results um, of the Hawks, Hornets, and who will come out of the East for the play-in for the eight seed. However, we already know that the Nets have won, and they will be facing the Boston Celtics um, at the bottom of the bracket. So, for now, we're just going to go through every single possible outcome and touch upon each one. Um, but just for reference, we don't know exactly. So, just want to put that out there before we start analyzing everything. Yes, and as we record this, the Clippers and Timberwolves are going at it in the play-in game in the Western Conference. It's currently a one-point game with just over five minutes to go. Clippers up one. Well, we will see how that uh, turns out. But this one's about the Eastern Conference. Let's go ahead and talk about the first series. This is the Miami Heat against whoever is the eight seed. So we have the Hawks, Hornets, or Cavaliers. I think that it really depends on who ends up being the eight seed how deep this series goes I would take the heat in all outcomes I think against uh the Cavs and Hornets it would probably be a five or six game series the Hawks could take them six or seven games I just think Trey Young could get hot and and some crazy stuff could happen but I don't see the heat losing though I think they might be one of the most vulnerable teams to ever be a one seed that I can remember what about you Mikey for me I have the Cavaliers losing, I have the Hornets losing, but the Hawks, man, I love the Hawks. And maybe this is because I went to a Hawks game when I was in Chicago, and maybe I just love Trey Young, and I've loved him his whole career because he looks like baby Steph Curry. But I love this team because they are so damn confident. They always have, um, they're like, what, they embody what Jordan Clarkson is, this guy who's kind of good at basketball but believes he's the best in the league. And I feel like at times this year, we've seen them go on these streaks of losing, these losing streaks where you're like, why are they doing this? And I think they've, they sometimes lose who they are as a team, but then every once in a while, they'll completely blow out a super good team. And I think the Hawks will get it together in the playoffs. We already saw them do it last year. Um, and get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I, I don't know if they go this far that far this year, but I see them beating the Heat, who, as Gus said, is are very vulnerable and have gone up and down throughout the entire year. And they've had a lot of uh, locker room issues. And I think the Hawks are going to expose them in the first round. See, that is one of the hottest takes I've heard about this playoffs. I don't think I've heard almost anyone say the Heat are going to lose as a one seed. I, I think the last time, there might only be one eight seed win in history, right? And that's the We Believe Warriors. I don't think an eight seed has ever won 
uh, besides that. An Eastern Conference eight seed. I'm not sure if that's ever happened. So that is somewhat ridiculous. But at the same time, if it happens, well, that would be one of the craziest predictions. And we know that guy on the right does not miss. All right. Moving on to the 2-7 matchup and probably my pick for the best series of the first round in either conference, and that's the two-seeded Boston Celtics and the seven-seeded Brooklyn Nets. Mikey? So for this series, I think it's going seven, and I think that you are a little bit crazy to say that it's not going seven, um, no matter which team you take. The Celtics being one of the hottest teams coming into the second half of the year and the Nets not being at full strength, Um, the entire season and now maybe even getting Ben Simmons back I like them a little bit more and this is because I like their star power and their playoff experience and I prefer that over uh, the Celtics right you have three stars and I think that maybe it's the first time they're playing together there might be some you know bumps in the road but look at Kyrie tonight he played out of his mind and then Kevin Durant you really think Kevin Durant's going home in the first round do you really think Kevin Durant's going home in the first round I do not see it. He was a shoe away from probably winning the entire uh, uh, championship last year. So I think that the Nets are going to pull this one out in seven for sure. Um, I think this series could very much hinge on Ben Simmons. And I know that sounds crazy, but the Nets just are not very good defensively. They're just not. They're going to put up 120 points a night probably. And the Celtics might slow them down a little bit, but they're, they got two guys who are borderline unguardable and they have enough scoring power that they're just going to score and score and score. That doesn't mean they're going to win because I don't think they're going to stop the Celtics offense. Um, And I am picking the Celtics in seven games. Now that is my prediction, believing that for the majority of this series, the Celtics have Robert Williams back because I think that changes everything about how the Nets finish inside, how they play at the rim. Uh, You saw tonight against the Cavaliers, a bunch of Bruce Brown lobs to Nick Claxton and others. And Bruce Brown on that short roll, even though he's not the best of offensive scorers, he was doing a lot of great stuff in the playmaking department. And I think that if Robert Williams is there, he's just going to disrupt all of that. He might be, might even be my pick for defensive player of the year or maybe not, but he's, he's right up there. He's had a fantastic season. If he didn't get hurt, I think he would really be in the top two or three for defensive player of the year. Um, Wait, so if, if, we're assuming, not, if, if, if we're assuming Robert Williams doesn't play, how does that change the outcome of this? Because a lot of reports are saying that they're, he, that the Celtics don't anticipate having him for the series. A lot of reports are saying he's going to come back somewhere in the middle of the series. Um, that's what I've heard. I think if they don't have him at all, I'd lean towards the Nets in seven, but I don't know, dude, the Celtics are, they're going to have home court. Tatum's a beast. And we've seen him dice up the Nets before this year. Brown can score with the best of them. Marcus Smart's an amazing defender. I still think the Celtics play great team defense. And even without Williams, Al Horford's still really good. I, I don't know. I, I, I trust Tatum and I think that the Celtics can pull it out. And I would, I want the Celtics to win this series. It's really hard for me to pick against Durant and Irving, but it's just, I, I don't know. The Celtics are, are, have been on something different these last few months. Uh, and, and I'm not even sure if the Nets can stop that. So I would take the Celtics in seven games. I still think this series will go seven. I think it will be one of the best first round series ever. Maybe there's all the storylines are just crazy. Yeah, just remember that going into the last playoffs and pretty much every playoffs for the last like 10 years, 
injuries have been the reason why teams have won championships a large reason why teams have won championships right there's been tons of different injuries that like the warriors would have easily beat the the raptors but they were flooded with injuries right and then you can look back every single year and that's inevitably inevitably going to happen this year as well so if our predictions are right they're they're right but they're not going to be right because there's going to be injuries along the way so you have to put that out there and i'm going to miss Although I usually never miss, I'm going to miss on this one because it's just impossible to predict. Who do you have in that one? This is another really tough series for me. I think a lot of people are saying that the Raptors could be the sneaky upset team. I think a lot of people also believe that Philly is just going to run right through them. Who's going to stop Embiid? That's sort of the narrative. Who's going to stop Embiid if Harden is, is on his game You know, I really think this series, the number one factor in this series is how this series is officiated. If it's a real playoff series type officiating, if if there is real playoff series type officiating in this series, I think the Raptors win in seven games because I think Harden and Embiid are just a little, especially Harden is just not as effective when he's not getting to the line. He has, I I was listening to podcasts the other day. He has like a a all-time, like number one or number two all-time or something, free throw rate since getting to Philly. Like he shoots almost as many, he gets the line almost as much as he shoots, uh, which is crazy. Um, And I think that if if the whistle's getting blown a lot, then the Sixers probably have a little advantage. But I'm going to take the Raptors in an upset here. I really like Scotty Barnes. I really like Siakam and Van Vliet. And OG Ananobi. Um, and you know, if all those guys are healthy and, and playing, I, I really I trust the Raptors in this series. I think that I am very low on James Harden. And if he pulls some crazy stuff in the playoffs, well, respect to him. And I was wrong, but his playoff track record isn't good. I think he's been very up and down this season. He has not looked as good. He's not nearly as athletic as he used to be, he's not as efficient as he used to be. Um, he's going to put up numbers, but is it, is it going to be efficient? And is he going to be able to be that second guy for Philly? Is Tyrese Maxey going to play super well, which I think he can. Is Matisse Thibel, he's not going to be available for any of the games in Toronto because of COVID restrictions for unvaccinated people. Um, I think there's so much going on with the Sixers. I think the Raptors are the level-headed team, and I think they're going to win the series. Um, I have the Sixers here, and I think that it's going to go six games. Um, and I think that's, you know, in respect to Matisse Thibel not being able to play half the games because of um, Canada COVID guidelines. Um, so I just think the 76ers have good pieces at pretty much every part of their lineup, right? So they have a phenomenal point guard forwards with Tobias Harris. And then obviously I just just said James Harden, Tyrese Maxey. And then you have Matisse Thibel and then you have an MVP candidate um, right there. So I just don't know how they stop these guys, right? Like who's going to guard Maxey, right? It's just, I I don't see how you can guard all four of these guys who are very, all of them are elite scorers right now. Um, and yeah, I don't really think it's that close. I think this is the year of 76ers. I don't say prove everybody wrong because they were, um, at the top of the East, pretty much the entirety of the year. Um, but I think they can make a run for sure. Interesting. And I will move into the, in my opinion, the least exciting series of the first round in the East. And that's the Bucks and the Bulls. Look, I think DeRozan can pull some crazy stuff. 
uh, and and crazy stuff could happen. But I'm I got the Bucks in five and maybe even four. I just think the Bulls have really not been a good basketball team lately. You can make an argument that they are like the worst team that's going to be in these playoffs in terms of how they're playing right now. And losing Lonzo Ball was a huge blow. I just think that Giannis is not going to be stopped defensively. They just they just can't seem to stop anybody and. You know, maybe this little rest will help them regroup, but I just can't see them stopping Milwaukee. Yeah, um, I have the Bucks winning in five. And I think that, you know, DeMar DeRozan is leading the league by almost 100 in fourth quarter points this year, which just shows how clutch he is. So there's going to be some clutch shot, right? Um, and... You know, by the way, Giannis is number two. So it's not like it's it's going to make that big of a difference. But anyways, um, I have the Bucks winning just because the Bulls are so bad against good teams. They were had such a bad second half to, to the year. Um, and DeMar DeRozan is unreal when he wants to. And I think he will play out of his mind, but I don't think it's going to matter because the Bucks are going to be so dominant. And yeah, there's, there's just no way Giannis loses in the first round. Come on now. He's too good. He's the best player in the world. Um, I just don't see it happening. Bucks and five. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean, I have a question for you because you seem like you're very low on the Miami heat. And I want to know how, what is the realistic ceiling? Like if everything goes right for the heat, where are they going to end up? Um, so I think they can, I mean, getting out of the first round is obviously in the books. Um, I think they could beat the 76ers in a seven game series for sure. Um, I think they have all the pieces to win a lot, not to win a championship. There's better, there's so many better teams out there. Uh, the Nets, the Celtics, the Bucks, and I don't even know if the Heat were to play the Bulls. I don't even know who I would go for on that one. Um, so, yeah, I think the ceiling is making the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they could beat the 76ers. I think it's possible um, because, as you said, the, the 76ers are so reliant on free throws and Matisse Thibel, um not having any offensive ability <laughs> is a little bit also concerning. Um, and, you know, an injury or two. Yeah, I, I can see the Heat definitely making the Eastern Conference Finals, but there's no way – they beat the Celtics, Nets, Bucks. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. You? you think they can win a championship? No, I don't. And this could be like the worst take of all time. I think they can get out of the first round. I think they can win in the second round. There's just th- that bottom half of the bracket, which is Bucks, Bulls, Nets, Celtics, has the three best teams in the conference. Uh, the Bucks, Nets, and Celtics are the three best teams in that conference, in my opinion, going into the playoffs. And so I think anything can happen in those, in, in any of these series, it's the playoffs. So what's but your I think ceiling that, for the 76ers then? Because you hate the 76ers, I hate the Heat. What's your ceiling for them? I think they can make the conference finals too. I don't think they can beat the Bucks. I don't think they can beat... <sighs> See, this is really different. Because I, I take the Nets. The, Kyrie and Durant just have a different attitude about them when they play the Sixers they really don't like Harden I wouldn't either if a guy quit on me um and th- I mean that would be a fantastic series I'd love to see that series uh that series could go seven games I just 
I think Embiid is ridiculous. I think the Sixers are a really good team. I think the Nets would win. And then the Celtics, I mean, by that point, you assume they have Robert Williams back, right? And uh, if they're healthy, I'd take the Celtics in that series as well. So, so you don't even see like a world where... No, so- I do see a world. If everything goes right, if Harden is all of a sudden the player he was in those three games after the trade where he was like 28 and like 13 every night, uh, and he's maybe a little more invested defensively and Matisse hits some shots and Danny Green is all of a sudden like in like 2013 or 2014 finals form and everything goes right. Yes, I can see them making the finals. I can see them winning a championship, but I really think that would like everything has to go right for that to happen. I mean, like if you say everything goes right, I think you could say that about pretty much any NBA team and say they can win a championship if anything goes right. That's not really I don't really know what that what that means. Because No, I don't think they're going to make I don't think they can make the finals unless it's an absolute perfection. That is how I feel about that team. All right. Um, Let's go to the next round. So this would be for me, it would be. uh, Heat 76ers. Yeah, for you, so it's the Heat and the Sixers in round two or the Hawks and the Sixers, depending on what happens. Who would you have if the Hawks played the Sixers? I want to hear this. Yeah, um, I would go with the 76ers, and I would say this because I do not trust Clint Capella to to uh, guard Joel Embiid. I think he's just going to completely dominate, and I do not trust Trey Young guarding yeah, their, their defense is just not good enough to guard the 76ers. And in a shootout, I'd much rather have the 76ers who can pace the game. Um, and I don't think the Hawks can really do that. No matter how much confidence you have, um, that's just going to lead to more fouls anyways. So um, I mean, I, I think the reason that I really think the Hawks can give a Heat their run for their money, and I think the reason that you think that the Hawks can beat the Heat in the first round, is because like when you're looking at the Heat as a team, like who are they going to for the big buckets? Butler is up and down hero. I mean, sure. He can get really hot, but like, are you trusting that guy to be your number one scorer in a playoff series? And bam, again, I don't think he's your go-to offensive guy. Lowry, like same thing. They have a lot of great players, but are any of those guys a number one guy for a playoff for, for a championship team? And I don't think that's the case. You need a top 10 guy on your team to be, a championship team and I yeah I agree I think Jimmy Butler is probably a top 20 guy but they don't have they have the all-around roster but they don't have that guy and I think every other team in the eastern conference that we've talked about the Celtics have one Bucks have one the 76ers have one I think Trey Young's probably a top 10 player just the way he played this year or at least like he's right there so I think that all yeah, those teams, I don't even have, think it's, it's also not just about being a top 10 guy or like a top 15 guy, whatever you think it is. It's about like being able to go get a one-on-one basket in a big moment. If you can, who on the heat is going to take over a game? Hero. I think hero can take over a game, but that doesn't mean that he's going to take that. Can he take over time. a series though? Can hero go like six games of like 30 plus and like just obliterate like the Sixers? I don't think so. But you, I think, need, but you don't need that to win a series, though, because then if that were true, like it's not like there's one guy who always has to take over for underdogs to win. I think that's true. Be, no, I, I mean, it can be as a team. It's just I, I agree with you, though. That last shot. I don't know who I'm really trusting. I'd rather have Iguodala on that team, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> guy on the right doesn't miss. Um, yeah, for me, I would have the Raptors in the heat. 
Uh, well, who would you take between the Heat and the Sixers? You would take the Sixers, right? Yeah, I think the Sixers wipe too. I don't even think it's close. I mean, the Sixers in like five. I mean, okay. I think Bam is probably the best matchup. I mean, probably Giannis, but Bam is probably the second best matchup in the league to to, to guard Joel Embiid, right? So um, I have to factor that in, and I think that's important. But I mean, I love the 76ers, and I really hope I'm right with this one. And this is going to be the thing we come back to, and we're, and we're going to be like, damn, the 76ers really were that guy. We're, we're really that good or really that bad. Um, but that's what we're going to come back to, I think, for sure, coming from what we talked about. Well, if the Heat win the title, you're screwed. And if the Sixers win the title, I'm screwed. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll tell you, the Sixers can win the title if the Bulls make it out of that other half of the bracket. Yeah, but the Bulls are so bad against good teams, that's not even in the question. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I have the Raptors in the heat in the second round. I just like the Raptors because they have a bunch of six, eight guys that are, you know, lanky and, and just, they can all, they can all switch and they have a bucket getter in late games and Fred Van Vliet. And like, I know they, again, they don't have a top 15, maybe even not a top 20 guy. See, I'll come play like a top 20 guy this year. Oh um, yeah, sure. I mean, if we both said he's going to make all NBA third team, that means he's automatically a top 20 guy, right? I mean, not necessarily. There could be like 20 guards that are better than him, but there aren't. Um, he is their go-to guy, but they also have Van Vliet. And then of course, Scotty Barnes, who can go for like 35 and 10 once in a while. Um, <sighs> so who do you have between the Heat and the Raptors? Oh my God. There's like a, in the back of my mind, I just want to take the Raptors. I don't know why in seven games, I just don't know. They're just, these are the two best coaches on this half of the bracket, right? I mean, Udoka is pretty good for the Celtics too, but I'm just, oh my God. Okay. I'm taking the Raptors. You know what? Screw it. The Raptors could lose in the first round. They can make the conference finals. I don't think they can make the finals. I know that's crazy, but I genuinely think the Raptors can beat the heat in a seven game series. So I'll take the Raptors. All right. You heard it here first. Raptors to the West or Eastern conference finals. And do you think they get wiped by no matter what team comes out from there? They can't hang with the nets. I don't think they can't hang with the Celtics. And they're not stopping Giannis, so... No. What about the Buck? What about the Bulls? <laughs> if the Bulls make it out, the Raptors are going to the finals. <laughs> if the Bulls make it out, the Sixers are going to go to the finals because the Sixers will hear that the Bulls are winning and they're going to figure out how to win. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, so in the conference finals... Actually, no, I guess we have self-talk about the bottom back. Um, so I would have Bucks and Celtics and you would have Bucks and Nets. So who who are you taking in the rematch of the... Because these the last year and this year, it would be a conference semifinal series between the Bucks and the Nets. So who would you have? Yeah, I think this year, uh, Kevin Durant, before the game, switches out of his shoes to be half a size smaller. And I have the Nets winning in seven. Um, and I think this is because now they're a better team than they were last year. And the Bucks didn't get any better. And therefore, the Nets will win. And um, on top of that, I mean... I think that Ben Simmons playing doesn't really have that much weight to me because I I just have no idea how good he is and I have no idea how he's going to fit. So I think even analyzing it at all is kind of meaningless because no one knows how good he's going to be. And even if he's as bad as he was on offense or whenever he last played and he's 75% of what he was on defense, 
I think that's still amazing to have on your team. Um, and I think that that's really important to have. So I think that the Nets are going to win in seven. And I think that, yeah, I, I feel confident about that too. I don't, just, I don't, I, 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 I don't doubt myself at all. Just a quick update. The Timberwolves wow. knocked off the wow. Clippers. They won the fourth quarter by 11 points and knocked them off 109-104. Anthony Edwards with 30. Uh, Patrick Beverly had a – he have a double-double? No, he had seven points. He had 11 rebounds. And uh, D'Lo with 29. Cat was not even very good. He only played 24 minutes. They were defending him like crazy. But um, we'll talk about this more in our Western Conference breakdown. But, I mean, the Timberwolves – are going to get the Grizzlies in round one and the Clippers still have to win another game uh, against the Spurs or the Pelicans to let's go back to the East though. Who do you have against um, Celtics against bucks? This is so difficult for me. If Robert Williams is back like full again, like if he's back, I have a weird inkling towards the Celtics, but I don't want to bet against Giannis, especially not this early in the playoffs. I would take the Bucks in seven. <laughs> Again, I think that's how you say that you think a series is, is a toss-up. I think this is a toss-up. I think the Bucks win. But the Celtics will have home court advantage in a possible game seven, so who knows? And they have probably the best crowd or one of the best crowds in the Eastern Conference. So there's definitely a possibility. I will, I will say I'm taking the Bucks, but mark my words, the Celtics are a pretty good shot to win that one as well. All right, um, so now it's our Eastern Conference Finals. So I have the Nets and the 76ers, and you have... <laughs> Your series is so much better than my series. I have the Bucks and the yeah. Raptors. Interesting, interesting. Um, so yours is pretty clear. I can go with mine very easily. I think the Bucks or the Celtics, but in this case it's the Bucks, would beat the Toronto Raptors in five or six games. Uh. I think those the Bucks and Celtics have far less holes and questions than either the Heat or the 76ers do. Um, and so that's why I would be taking the Bucks to go to the finals for the second straight year. And for me, I have the Nets winning um, again in seven. And I love the 76ers. And after the trade, I actually boldly at the time predicted that they were going to make the finals um you said they're gonna win the finals so let's yeah, just be clear sure. sixers sure. win the chip was what you win. said <laughs> win the chip um however i think the nets are too good and i'd love to be wrong here just so my earlier prediction is is correct um but i'm gonna switch it up here i think the nets are gonna make the finals and they're gonna live out their um rebuild and i think that Kevin Durant's going to get another championship no matter who he plays in the Western Conference. I think that doesn't matter what team. I think that the Nets are going to win the championship this year. If the Nets get there, uh, it's be hard, it'll be hard to pick against them. Um, but we just don't know how Simmons is going to look. And again, you might say that's not a huge factor. I still think it is because the Nets are not good defensively. And if they find no, a way to a, step it it's up. It's a huge factor. I just think that analyzing it is. Yeah, that's not- true not fair. also like no idea. Yeah, i mean um yeah i the bucks are tough to pick against again but i could see the suns giving them a run for their money i don't know why i could see the warriors giving them a run for their money what do you mean i don't know why we're a dynasty and i know uh, but i don't know i don't know it's unpopular never, but, lost, never lost a playoff series together 
again, like the Grizzlies can always show up, but I don't think they would they would really like beat up the Bucks. All right, let's save let's save this analysis for the next. Yeah. Episode. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening and tune into our Western Conference analysis. If you like this one, be sure to rate us five stars on Apple and Spotify and go follow us on TikTok, Twitter and Instagram. Um, Just remember that we don't miss. Peace.